Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. With the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hyo Silver, the Lone Ranger. His faithful Indian companion, Toto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, big fellow. Dutch Van Horn was a large man whose placid features and easy Dutch accent caused people who met him casually to think he was a simple, honest settler in the far west. But his reputation as a tough outlaw leader was spreading rapidly as he and his gang moved southward from New Mexico territory, taking advantage at every opportunity to get easy cash. The men in the cafe at Delford were quickly disillusioned about the placid, simple-looking man when Dutch and his men entered with drawn guns. Those shots were to let you know we mean business, my friends. Keep your hands up. Line up over there facing the wall. Curly sit take their wallets while the others and I keep them covered. All right, Dutch. Let's get their cash, sir. Yeah, it's Dutch Van Horn's gang. Yeah, he sure doesn't look like an outlaw. No. <laughs> when I came in here earlier, you all thought I was just a simple farmer, hmm? When I was chased from my own country, I came here to 
because I heard you Americans were so trusting. <laughs> that is good, very good. Gives me a chance to get plenty of easy money. Hurry up, Curly, you and sit are slow. We have all our cash, Dutch. We better get out of here now. Hey, are we going to let that crazy owl hoot get away with our cash? I do not like to be called crazy, my friend. Oh, my shoulder. That is to teach you not to call Dutch Van Horn names. Hey, Dutch, let's go. The sheriff might have heard the shooting and come here with his man. Well, we're finished here. Come on. A few days later, Dutch with Curly and Sid walked calmly into the bank in Stockton and just as calmly presented a check at the teller's window. Yeah, what can I do for you, mister? I want to cash this check. Hmm. $10,000? This is for a large amount, Mr. Van Horn. I'll have to... It's signed Dutch Van Horn. I... Put the cash in this satchel. Quick, my friend, or you get a bullet. Yes. Yes, sir. <laughs> I knew that check would be honored when you saw my signature. Now hurry, shove the satchel through the window to me. Thank you. You uh, have the check to show for it, huh? And don't make a sound till we get out of here. <laughs> Let's go, men. The others are waiting. Right, Dutch. That was Dutchman Horn. They got 10,000. We've been robbed. It was several days after the Stockton bank robbery when the Lone Ranger and his Indian companion, Toto, rode the trail through the hills near that town. Dutch Van Horn is building quite a reputation for himself and his gang around here. That's right. We hear plenty talk about gang. Maybe we find out where... Those shots came beyond the bend in the trail. Monsilver! Let's come! A masked man and Indian raced around the bend in time to see several horsemen gathered around a stagecoach, which was stopped a short distance up the trail. Must be a holdup. And leave it fast. Men and horses have guns. Use your guns. Follow the man going to the right. Follow one of the others. Uh -huh. The two men separated. The Lone Ranger raced after the outlaw who had ridden to the right. For a moment, the gunman didn't seem to know he was being followed. Then, turning in the saddle, he saw the masked man behind him. He raised his gun hurriedly and fired. The motion of his galloping horse spoiled his aim, and the bullets went wild as the Lone Ranger, having holstered his own guns, urged the great horse Silver to faster speed. Come on, Silver! Faster, big fella! The great white stallion increased his speed and gradually moved closer and closer to the fleeing man. The outlaw again turned, and the Lone Ranger could see the panic-stricken look on his face as he once more fired wildly. The crook's gun was now empty, and he frantically spurred his horse forward as the masked figure closed in behind him. Finally, the Lone Ranger, whirling his lariat, sent it snaking forward. The loop whipped down over the shoulders of the outlaw, and the big stallion, Silver, braced to a halt. Hold Silver, steady! Oh. Hold it, big fella. Easy, steady now. Don't, don't shoot, mister. Stop whining. Get up. Your mask. You must be an owl hoot. Why? I'm not an outlaw. What are you going to do? Tie you in the saddle and turn you over to the sheriff in Stockton. Others get away, Kimosabe. Well, Tonto, we have one of them. Now, get on your sure, horse. Sure, sure. I thought you used that gun, mister. All right, mount. The whole horse. Steady, boy. Now, look. Maybe we can make a deal. 
I have some of the cash from the stage and my saddlebags. I'll divvy with you... We could take it all if we wanted to. But that will be held as evidence against you. And you really meant what you said about taking me to the sheriff? Right. Mister, you're going to be sorry when Dutch Van Horn hears about this. Oh, so it was part of Van Horn's gang that robbed the stage, huh? That's all the more reason why the sheriff will be glad to get you. Otto will tie him to his horse and head for town. When they reached a grove on the edge of town, the Lone Ranger gave Tonto a note to the sheriff in Stockton, then waited while the Indian left with the captured outlaw. It was about dusk when Tonto returned, bringing the sheriff with him. Good evening, Sheriff. Howdy, mister. It's mighty good to see you and Tonto again. Thanks. That outlaw you sent is safe behind bars now. Good. I wish we could get our hands on the rest of Dutch Van Horn's gang. But I sure doubt that we'll get any information about him from that prisoner. <laughs> he just won't talk. Why not let the prisoner escape, Sheriff? Say, around daybreak tomorrow morning. Well, uh, let him escape? Yes. If it were arranged so that he thought he managed to escape of his own accord, we could be ready to follow him to his gang's hideout. Yeah, yeah that's a good idea, mister. But how can it be fixed so he'll escape without knowing we planned it that way? Oh, I think this will work. Now, when it's time to send the prisoner his breakfast, have the guard be... Wait a minute. Something going on in town. Maybe Dutch came to break his man out of jail. We'll go with you. Easy. Sit to be Riding from the grove on the edge of town, the three men galloped through the dusk along the back streets. As they drew closer, they realized the noise was coming from the cafe. There's a rumpus in the cafe. Yes. I'll go through the back door. You better stay out here in the shadows because of your mask. And if I need help, you'll be ready. All right. Stop! Stop, you hear? Stop it! Hey, it's the sheriff. Yeah, he looks sore, too. What's the meaning of this? Did you see who started this, Barkeep? A stranger started it, Sheriff. I saw him. Seemed to go loco all of a sudden. Yeah, what do you mean? Well, he was sitting over there at that table near the door. Yeah? I saw him jump up all of a sudden, draw his gun, and start shooting at the ceiling. Well, when that happened, well, you know how it is. Everybody just seemed to get into a brawl for no reason. Uh, where's the man who started it? Which one is he? Well, don't see him now. He was here a short time ago, just before you came in. He must have beat it during the excitement. Yeah, we were too busy to notice. <laughs> this goes to show how little sense you men have. Always ready to jump up and get into a brawl without asking what it's all about. Yeah, and somebody has to pay for the damage, Sheriff. Well, now, hold on, all of you. Don't anyone go sneaking out. If you don't want me to fill the jail with a lot of you for the night, then take up a collection to pay for the damage you did here. As for the stranger who started this, if I get my hands on him, he'll go to jail for 30 days for disturbing the peace. Hey, Sheriff! Sheriff! I went to the jail to see where you were. I found trouble there. You better go there quick. What do you mean you found trouble? The deputy who was in charge is wounded and unconscious. All the cells are empty. There must have been a jailbreak. Oh, I better get over there right away. Come on. minutes later, the sheriff, followed by some of the townsmen, entered the jailhouse. There's a deputy on the floor. Yeah, someone went for the doctor. Yeah, Jake. Jake. Oh, it's just a flesh wound. 
Got a bump on the head, though. Oh, sure, if I... I couldn't stop him. What happened? Well, I... I heard the rumpus up the street. I, I stepped out under the porch to see if you were around. As I went through the door, someone knocked me on the head. Just a glance and blow. I grappled with him and he shot me. That's all I know. The prisoner is gone. He's gone. Yep. Whoever knocked you out must have expected you'd step outside. He took your keys and opened the cell door after dragging you in here. Yeah, but how would he know there was going to be trouble at the cafe? Easy, as far as I can see. The only prisoner we had was one of Dutch Van Horn's gang. A stranger started the cafe rumpus. I think he did it on purpose so as to cover up for the jailbreak. Yes, Dutch Van Horn put one over on us and got his man away. Meantime, the Lone Ranger and Toto, who had been just outside the back door of the cafe, had heard the news that was brought to the sheriff. They followed the crowd to the jail, and the masked man waited in the shadows behind the building while Toto went in with the others. After the wounded deputy had been taken care of, the sheriff and Toto came out to talk to the Lone Ranger. Well, Sheriff, Dutch Van Horn ruined our plan. He sure did, mister. He pulled a fast one on us, all right. Must have been one of his men who started that brawl at the cafe. Yes, I'm almost sure of that. Oh, uh, what did the deputy have to say? Nothing much he could say. Someone tried to knock him out when he rushed out onto the front porch. And he got shot. Nothing serious. Dutch is clever. He made sure to get his man away before you could force him to talk. Yes, Dutch is clever, all right. Nobody noticed them riding away. Must have gone right out the front door with the prisoner. Well, uh, what are you going to do now, Sheriff? The only thing I can do now is to wait till daybreak. And I'll take a posse and make a search for that gang in the hills. Too bad someone didn't see them leaving town. We'd know then where to look for their trail. Yes, everybody was so doggone excited about what was happening at the cafe. They didn't notice who passed along the street. That ornery outlaw even made off with the jail keys. Have to get a new set right away. If I could just get my hands on... The uh, moon is coming up. When it's bright enough, Toto and I'll look around. Maybe we'll find their hoof marks before you're ready to ride with the posse. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger adventure. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. to continue. 
Meanwhile, in a back room at the Stockton Hotel, just a short distance down the street and diagonally across from the jail, four men lounged about listening as Dutch Van Horn talked in a low voice. <laughs> I told you we had nothing to worry about, my friends. And it was simple for us to come here one by one to this room which Sid keeps at this hotel. You sure do figure things out, Dutch. I knew you'd find a way to spring me out of that jail. I got to hand it to you. You're plenty smart. Yeah, sure yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. I am smart, Curly. It was a good plan having one of the men start that excitement at the cafe. I knew the sheriff had gone toward the edge of town and that the deputy would come out on the porch to see what was going on. It was taking a chance, Dutch, but it sure worked. Must have been easy once you got the jail keys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, by the way, I don't have the keys now. Have uh, any of you seen them? Not me. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. I must have lost or mislaid them, but the sheriff will have to get new ones made. Yeah. <laughs> and besides that, he's going local trying to get a line on <laughs> That's right, Sid. They'll be searching the hills looking for our hideout while we're sitting right here under the nose. Sure, sure. And after the sheriff takes the posse away from town, we'll rob the express office and leave this territory. <laughs> By thunder, the sheriff will be fit to be tied when he gets back with the posse and finds out what happened. <laughs> All we have to do now is to wait until they ride from town. I think we'll start at daybreak. Then we'll get our horses behind the hotel and go through with our plans. When the moonlight became bright enough, the Lone Ranger and Tonto searched the various trails leading from town for evidence of fresh tracks of galloping horses. They were unable to find any, so they returned to the edge of town and stopped among the trees. The outlaw and the man he set free may have left their horses behind one of the buildings. We could find that spot. We could trail them. Ah. Easy, steady, big fella. We'll leave Silver and Scout here among the trees, Tonto. Easy, Scout. Easy, Tonto. Oh, what we do now, Kimasabi? We'll walk behind the buildings in town and search for some trace of the hoof marks left by their two horses. We'll not attract attention on foot. All right, let's go. Moving in the shadows, the masked man and Indian walked behind the buildings on one side of the main street. Then they crossed over and searched behind the buildings on the other side. It took a great deal of time as they cautiously and carefully studied the ground. And it was about an hour later when they reached the clearing behind the Stockton Hotel. Suddenly, the Lone Ranger's keen eye caught the glint of something lying near a sagebrush. He bent down and picked it up. Tonto. Look here. Uh, what you find, Kimasabi? The jail keys. The sheriff said the outlaws carried them away when they left. Oh. And them near back door of hotel. And look, Kimasabi. You see boot marks of two men. Yes, I see a good many boot marks, too. Uh, but you look close. These marks show two men running to back door of hotel. Mm, I'm glad you read signs so well. That explains why no one saw those men leaving town. They must have run across the street and came here to enter the hotel through the back door. You think them stay at hotel? It's a logical answer. Very clever. Sheriff takes it for granted they've gone into the hills to hide out there. Not right. Oh, what we do now? You find the sheriff. Tell him what we've found. And ask him to bring some of his men here. Meantime, I'll go inside and try to locate their room. All right, hurry, Tom. Uh -huh. Let me hurry. 
The sheriff was getting ready to leave his office when Tonto entered. Oh, I was just about to leave, Tonto. The posse will be ready to ride at daybreak. Um, sheriff, you come quick with men to Backdoor Hotel. Uh, why? Tonto explained as the sheriff listened attentively and unbelievingly. You mean the mask man thinks they're staying at the hotel? Why, it doesn't seem possible Dutch and his men at risk that. You forget about jail keys. Me think you catch outlaws soon. Yeah, all right. My golly, it's hard to believe they'd be right across there at the hotel. Oh, it's plenty smart move. Them think you not look for them so close. I thunder they thought right, too. I'll get some men to be with you as soon as possible, Tano. It'll sure be great if we can capture that gang. After Tonto left to get the sheriff, the Lone Ranger cautiously entered the back door of the hotel. He decided that the crooks would be wise enough to have a room near the back of the building for easy exit. With that thought in mind, the masked man moved along from door to door in the dimness of the back hallway. In spite of every caution, the rough, bare flooring creaked beneath the masked man's boots as he left one door and moved to another. Light was showing from the crack under the door he approached. He listened as the murmur of voices reached his ears. For a moment, the Lone Ranger stood motionless. Then he knelt to peer through the keyhole. Inside the room, Dutch, who was talking, suddenly interrupted his flow of words and signaled for silence. My friends at daybreak will... A noise. I think someone is outside the door. I'll pull it open suddenly. Better have your gun ready, Dutch. Yeah, of course. What is this, a mask man? As Dutch swung open the door, the Lone Ranger moved fast from his position on one knee, knocking Dutch's gun arm with his left hand. Take this man, Horn. Landing a blow to the chin with his right fist. As Dutch fell, his gun flew from his hand, and the force of his effort carried the Lone Ranger into the room, where the others were already grabbing for their weapons. But instantly, the masked man's guns appeared in his hands, and as Sid drew, the masked man fired. Reach, mister, I'm behind you. I was wise enough to stand alongside the door. Hey, Dutch, he's the armor you took me to jail. I'll blast no, you right now. Curly. The Lone Ranger, realizing that for the moment he was cornered, stood motionless. Then he slowly raised his hands as Dutch got to his feet, rubbing his chin. The outlaw leader picked up his gun, then walked slowly from the doorway to where the masked man stood. There's one gun at your back, yeah? And there are three more of us holding guns, my friend. Drop your guns to the floor. Drop them. Very well. Good. Curly, you stand behind him and keep him covered. Right. Sit, you're wounded, so you can't be of much help. But you other two, holster your guns. Come here. All right. What you gonna do, Dutch? You ought to plug him right now. Yeah. Remember, he wounded Sid and socked you plenty hard. Yes, and I haven't forgotten the blow, my friend. I'll return it with lots of interest. Now, each of you take one of his arms. Hold it securely. I warn you, they're taking a risk. Yes? <laughs> no, the risk is all yours, my friend. If you try to resist, a bullet will plow into your back. Hold him now. Right. Uh, 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 one arm. We have him, Dutch. The Lone Ranger braced himself as the two crooks grabbed his arms, one on each side. 
pinioned and seemingly helpless, the masked man stood facing the stolid outlaw leader. I notice you called me Dutch Van Horn. That means you know who I am, hmm? That's right. But I do not know you, my friend. I'll holster my gun. Now, before asking you to tell us why you spied on us, I'll remove that mask and repay the blow that you gave me. With interest. Dutch paused to watch the effect of his words on the masked man. The Lone Ranger thought quickly. He knew that he'd receive a bullet from Curly's gun if he resisted. Yet he had no intention of letting Dutch remove his mask or of meekly taking the outlaw's blows. At that moment came a turn of events. You drop gun, quick! Hey, what's going on? You drop gun! Upon hearing Tonto's voice, the Lone Ranger instantly stepped back, pulling his strong arms forward. This is it! Two skulls cracked together in front of him. The two crooks instinctively loosened their holds as they fell away from the masked man. Dutch went for his gun. I'll kill you, you not shoot. No! The Lone Ranger quickly picked up his own guns as the two crooks, rallying from the smashing blows they'd received on their heads, reached to draw. Got him! Don't draw! Off to one side in the shadows, the wounded outlaw Sid, who had dropped his gun when the bullet hit him in the leg, slowly reached for it, unseen for the moment by the Lone Ranger or Tonto. Then as he raised the gun... Drop that gun! Oh, my arm! Sheriff, you came to that open window just in time. Looks like we got here a little too late to do much good. You and Tonto seem to have everything under control. I'll climb through the window. My men are coming in through the hotel. That's Dutch Van Horn, Sheriff. Oh, here come my men. All right, search the room, boys, and see what you can turn up. The room was searched and the bank loot found. The sheriff waited while the Lone Ranger and Tonto bandaged the wounded. Then the crooks were tied. Mister, we came up to the wind about the time you smacked those two crooks' heads together. <laughs> you sure had your nerve to face that gang alone like you did. We couldn't use our guns for fear of hitting you, Otano, but you did all right. Oh, thanks, Sheriff. I really didn't intend to face them alone. I, I was sort of thrown among them, so I had to make the best of it. Who is that masked man, Sheriff? Yeah, I don't say with the mask. Take it easy, boys. I'll vouch for the masked man. Get those crooks to jail. There isn't going to be a jailbreak this time. I'll take Dutch over myself. Right. May bring horses to back a hotel, Kimasabi. Good enough. Now that everything seems to be taken care of, Sheriff, Tonto and I'll ride south tonight. We may see you again soon. Adios. Goodbye. Goodbye. All right, Dutch Van Horn, I'll take you where you belong now. I'm sure beholden to that masked man for helping us get our hands on you and your ornery gang. I can't understand why a masked outlaw like him would help the law. <laughs> outlaw? Why, you simple-minded coyote. I thought you knew that he is the Lone Ranger.
This is a feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated, created by George W. Trendle, produced by Trendle Campbell Muir Incorporated, directed by Charles D. Livingston, and edited by Fran Stryker. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer.